Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week, we will bring you focused, impactful content sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life, desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the You Were Created For More blog. We hope all of you are having a great day today. We know we are. And hopefully you aren't experiencing what we'll be talking through on this episode. With that, let's get started with episode number 12. With the current pandemic impacting our kids, our jobs, our ability to travel and other normal life routines, it's no surprise that current stress levels are back to recent highs that they reached during the 2008 Great Recession. We all experience stress as it's a normal body reaction to, to any actual or perceived threats. Sometimes stress can be positive when we feel excitement from certain experiences, like going out on a first date or jumping out of a plane when skydiving. Uh, did you say skydiving? That is definitely not stress. That is sheer tear there for me. Yes, I agree. I'm with you on that one. Wow. What we're focusing on today is closer to what is considered chronic stress. Chronic stress occurs when we are continually exposed to stressors in our life. Over time, this stress can accumulate and it wears us down, leaving us foggy, listless, tired, bloated, and sore. To better explain that, to better explain that, let's dive into how God designed our bodies to quickly respond to dangerous situations or any perceived danger. Now, one thing to note is that our body's stress reaction, it was especially especially useful back in early human histories when we did a lot more of living in caves and having to run from wild animals who could eat us. Today, this is more likely to happen when you're walking and you encounter an unexpected large dog barking at you or actually chasing you. We had, we, like we had happened to us just the other day. That was definitely stressful. And, and this, what happens is this sets off an alarm system in a part of your brain called the. Yeah, you're going to say this one. Amyg- <laughs> amygdala. And that sends a signal to your adrenal glands to release a surge of hormones that includes adrenaline and cortisol. The adrenaline increases your heart rate, elevates your blood pressure, and boosts energy supplies for a fight or flight situation. Cortisol is the primary stress hormone. It increases sugars or glucose in your bloodstream, enhances your brain's use of that glucose, and increases the availability of substances that repair tissues. Cortisol also curbs functions that would be detrimental in a fight or flight situation. So it alters our immune system and suppresses our digestive and reproductive systems. Cortisol also communicates with the brain regions that control mood, motivation, and fear. For great reason, God designed the system to be self-limiting. Once the perceived threat has passed, the adrenal glands stop producing these hormones and your hormone levels return to normal. 
But when we repeatedly face negative stressors, this system stays on too long and the overproduction of cortisol and other hormones starts to disrupt many of our body's processes. In fact, a new study shows that this can cause your body's self-limiting functions to stop working properly. So how do you know if you are suffering from chronic stress? Now we know in the current season of life, some of you might be kind of laughing or chuckling to yourself right now thinking, yeah, right, this must be a rhetorical question. We hope not because there's some real negative consequences that stress can cause, such as you're tired, but just all the time. You're fogged over. You feel irritable or just out of it, and it's hard to concentrate for any length of time. You feel anxious. You can feel anxiety running through your body. You struggle with your weight and cravings due to those changes in your hormone levels. You have lots of aches and pains from tight muscles and sensitive nerves. You struggle to fall asleep and or you toss and turn throughout the night. You, you get sick more often as your white blood cell levels drop and your inflammation goes up. Gut issues are more common. Heartburn, stomach aches, diarrhea. You're not in the mood as your sex hormones drop. So what are the biggest factors creating these negative stressors in your life? Well, here is what most sources will tell you your stress is coming from. Endless to-do lists. Always being on the go. Difficult children. News filled with negative, scary stories. Difficult people. Global pandemics. Not enough sleep. Financial worries. Difficult work environment. All right, but here is where we're going to tell you most of your stress actually comes from. Surprise, surprise. It's your thoughts about these things. Remember, our thoughts cause our feelings. So let's walk through this together. If stress comes from a perceived or actual threat to our safety, I think we can all agree that we don't face too many of these in our modern world. So where are these perceived threats coming from? It's your thoughts, specifically thoughts that create worry, anxiety, and fear. Thoughts that make you feel like you're constantly under attack. Those thoughts are responsible for producing this constant state of threat or danger that your body is actually reacting to. Most will tell you to solve your stress by changing your actions. They'll give you a recommended list of all these actions that can reduce stressors in your life. But remember, our thoughts cause our feelings, and those feelings, they drive our actions. If we're trying to make real and lasting changes to our actions without understanding and changing our thoughts, we're going to really struggle doing that. Why? Because our new actions are going to be in conflict with the thoughts, those same thoughts that we're continuing to have. So we're likely to revert back to our old actions that confirm our stressful thoughts. We've talked a lot about this in prior episodes, but we really dove into this in episode three. In that episode, we also explained the Bible's take on this. So go back to that one, episode three, if you need to better understand this. So the first thing we should do to relieve our stress is better understand our thoughts. And one great way to, to start that or how to do that is what we call a thought download. And to do that, just simply set a timer for five minutes and write down any negative thought or thought you believe is causing stress in your life. 
When you put your thoughts on paper, they are much easier to analyze and go through a self-assessment process. After you do your thought download, look for thoughts of resistance. Look for thoughts about trying to control the uncontrollable, whether it be other people, events, current reality, or even your past. Those thoughts are normally high stress producers. Okay, time for a quick public service announcement. So we debated on whether to dive into this next very real life example or not, but we think it's going to be very helpful, both because of what's going on right now and how our brains overreact to perceived threats. Before we do, though, we want to stress that we are not making light of this in any way, especially around death or any harm coming to your family. So with that thought in mind, let's continue on. All right. So what some of you are probably thinking now is, do these people know what's going on out there? Have they heard about this thing called COVID? I mean, my kids are being forced to go back to school and they're going to be exposed and then we'll all be expo exposed and our whole family might die. This is the way that the primitive side of our human brain can work. It's constantly spinning and running with its negative thoughts until your whole family is barely alive. It's thoughts like this that play over and over again in our heads that can lead us to a state of chronic stress. So let's pretend that you recognize this is a thought you're really struggling with and feeling stress around. Here are some exercises you can put into practice to help you start thinking differently about it. The first exercise is ask yourself a few great questions. Sit with them a bit and think through them clearly. Ask yourself if that thought is absolutely, beyond a shadow of any doubt, true. Can you prove that this is exactly what will happen even if one of your kids gets sick? The answer, of course, is no. Think about how you react, how you feel, when you believe that original thought that your entire family might die. It causes a high degree of worry and anxiety. It stresses you out and it even stresses <laughs> us out. It impacts you negatively in a way that doesn't allow you to show up your best for loved ones and for others. Now think about who would you be without that thought? You'd be more calm, more relaxed, and better prepared to handle the situation sanely if one of your kids were exposed or did contract the virus. You'd also better pre be prepared for your daily responsibilities. Another exercise, a different exercise is this. Focus on all the facts as you know them today. So for example here, no one in my family is sick and I am taking the recommended precautions to best protect them. Now, when you start seeing your thoughts, go to all those other what if horrific scenarios, gently bring your mind back to what are the actual facts today? No one in my family is sick and I am taking the recommended precautions to best protect them. So another exercise for you is this, get comfortable with the most likely worst outcome. If one of your kids gets exposed, they and, the, and they and others in your family may get sick. But 
None of us are in the high risk group. Eight out of 10 reported deaths from COVID in the U.S. are from people age 65 or over. So that means as of today, less than 40,000 deaths have occurred to people under 65. And that's not including ones with pre-existing medical conditions. So that number would even be lower. In 2019, over 55,000 people died from the flu and pneumonia. About 40,000 died in automobile accidents. Would you react the same way if it was the flu or if it was a long road trip, say to go on a family vacation? All right, so moving on to another great exercise. That's this, cast your stressful thoughts and worries to God. He tells us in the Bible to do exactly that. Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. From 1 Peter 5, 7. He also tells us over and over again to not fear things in this world. In fact, it's the most frequent command that he gives us in the Bible. Pray about it. Search out scripture about it. When we face stressful situations or moments or moments like that, <coughs> excuse me, we love to think about Philippians 4, 6. It reads, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, be by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And another incredible gift God has blessed us with, which we've mentioned in our other episodes, is the ability to change our thoughts, to change the way that our brain thinks, no matter what our situation, no matter where we are in life. We can literally change the neural pathways in our brain from stress creating to peace creating. Now, here's the thing. Once you work through your thoughts, you may find you do need to make changes in your life, like giving yourself more space, more personal time, creating more boundaries with toxic people or your job. But once you do the thought work, this will be more clear to you and the actions to make those changes will come so much easier. And real quick, as you're working on your thoughts, there are other great stress relieving actions that you can try that also may help. Of course, there are the fundamentals of more quality, nutrition, exercise, and sleep. Sleep and exercise are especially helpful with stress. But there's also some simple self-care routines that deserve to be mentioned and can be of some help. Uh, simply stopping to take some deep breaths, a daily gratitude practice, walking, reading, spending time in nature, random acts of kindness for others, writing thank you notes, meditation, connecting with friends, all of these can help. So be curious and experiment and see what works best for you. But remember, it all starts with your thoughts. And so I just real quick, I know we're going a little bit long here, but wanted to share a personal experience uh, kind of on this subject. And it relates to the topic we were just talking about with COVID, with the virus and uh, my personal experience. So when everything first came out, I was a bit anxious. I was uh, just a little apprehensive about everything. You know, it seemed like every day there were new things coming out. And I am not a news follower. I do not watch the news. Um, so I wasn't inundated with it per se, but it was everywhere you turned. And um, so I was a little bit apprehensive. But the more that I started to process my thoughts and turn it over to God and just really seek his guidance and just get that reassurance from him, I was in so much of a better place, much more calm. 
And the thing about it is if I look back and if I, that would have happened even just a few years ago with not being really anywhere on my spiritual journey, it would have been a completely different outcome. Yeah. And, and I'll just add that um, I agree with that 110%. Um, the transformation in Amy's just general anxiety, stress level, and being worried about small things. It, and I, I don't mean small things as in COVID, but just things in general. Um, but COVID's a great example of a big thing. It, it's just so much lower than it used to be. And it's just great to see. All right, guys. Well, hey, we know we're running out of time. We're past the time we want to be at. So we want to close this out with just reminding you our one thing. All of us have a certain amount of stress in our lives. We can't get away from it. But constant high levels of stress wrecks havoc on our mind, our body, and our relationships with others. Your thoughts are the ultimate source of your stress. Uh, so assessing, understanding, and changing those thoughts is the primary path to decreasing stress in your life. All right. Like I said, I know we've gone a little bit long today, but we just want to say that we love you and we appreciate all of you. Bye for now.